Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It's a wonderful day for everybody. What's up, Kenny? Nothing. Nothing at all. We're going to be able to catch the 76ers. Uh, I think we've already caught them. We have already caught the 76ers? Yeah, I mean, they're in a backslide, but now I see that what Joel Embiid's yeah. going to get an MRI. Embiid, we've moved past them. Embiid has missed the last four games. They've lost every single one. I of them. don't want to be excited about guys getting MRIs, but... Mm, yeah, he's not going to play enough games to win the MVP now. Folks, we're up to four. Didn't even play a game last night. Not currently playing the Knicks in the first round. No. Well, right now it's a 4-5 against Philadelphia yeah. 76ers Cleveland Cavalier matchup. Well, the Cavaliers fi- are the four. We'd find out real quick if uh, Jared Allen and... Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are fit for prime time, now, fit for the lights. Well, hold on now. If What if Joel Embiid is out? Then it might be Cavs-Pacers. Oh, if they keep so well. It no, might be cavs but it depends. Heat. What if the Cavs continue their upward mobility? It might be Cavs-Magic. Oh, that'd be a nice matchup. No, what us. I'm saying is if it could still be if Philly goes down and you go up. If they up, go to six but, and we go to I'm three. Saying, if, yeah. if we go to three, I'm, I'm figuring without Joel Embiid, all of a sudden there's going to be a big backslide. Sure, y- y- but yeah, the-, the Pacers are two games back of, of the 76ers. They're in the sixth yeah. seed. Then you have Miami. Then you have Orlando. They're still five and a half games ahead of Miami, though. So if you, I mean, I, I've, I've heard Cavs fans start talking about the two seed. So it gets really interesting. I mean, either way, the teams I don't want to play, I don't know if you were to. I would love to play Orlando. Of course, that means that they're going to play Orlando and I'm going to look like an ass. No, you should beat Orlando. Orlando had that nice start to the season. They did. But they. Um, You've matched up well with Orlando. Yeah, I, I I would have no issues going up against Orlando. I'd love to play Orlando. I mean, if you can't beat Orlando in a series, then what the hell are we all doing here? Yeah. I mean, there's certain teams that's like, all right, the Knicks, they're tough. They've won eight in a row. Josh Hart's playing well. Jalen Brunson is a star, which might be uh, pretty good for Donovan Mitchell at some point here, but we'll talk about that. For us and Donovan Mitchell, I, I, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, they're doing it with Randall um, Hurt. 
Hartzenstein is yeah. out, and Mitchell Robinson has been out. Mitchell might return now, they're saying, for the postseason. So you have the Bucks there at number two, and then you have the Celtics at number one. They're 37 and 11, and I don't know if anybody's catching them. I don't think so. So if you were at the three seed, possibly, like say the Knicks take a backslide or something, I don't know, they're 31 and 17. They're, they're really just hitting the gas mm. at the right time here. Um, so if you have the Knicks there at the three seed, if you stay at the four, I mean, there is a there is a big gaggle there, I do think. I know that the, the 76ers have got 29 wins right now. Pacers 27. Heat and Magic are, are deadlocked at 24. Bulls are, I mean, then you got the Bulls. They're, they're four games under 500, and everything else is just kind of poop. Yeah, I mean, whatever happens at the bottom of the Easter Conference, like, it would be great to play, to get all the way up to, say, the two seed, and you get a chance then to play, you know, that the the runner-up in the play-in tournament, the way yeah. it's structured, right? So, um, notably, it's not that I don't think we could, like, beat the Miami Heat in a series. It's just I wouldn't want to play them. There's, a, there's, there's too much aura. at stake. There's an aura. Yeah, and I, yeah. Hey, they'd have the coaching edge. Uh, they'd have the Jimmy Butler edge, and just Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is a superstar that he gets to a level that outside of maybe, you know, Donovan Mitchell got to that level in the bubble the one year against Denver, but outside of that, I think most people would be picking Jimmy Butler to be the best player in that series, yeah. and Bam Adebayo would, would be a great, what a great matchup that would be just overall him versus your center's. But they don't have Max Struess anymore. They do not have Max Struess. In fact, they they just they. Well, you you said at the end of the show yesterday, like a snake. That would you be... chop, chop off the head, and now they got another rookie that's even better than any of the guys they lost in free agency. That would be kind of the, that would be kind of the crystallization of the two teams, though. Like if if Max Struess came is here, obviously, and you played the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. if if Max Struess was just taken out of the series and looked terrible against the Heat, and they just shut him down no matter what. Like, they got other players that have to shut down that are more important. But if you looked at the end of the the final box score of Max Struess in a, in a seven-game series and there's just no contribution there, I'm going to force you to have to do champion's pose, even though you're not going to want to dance on the grave of things. But, I mean, that's going to that's gonna set some people off the wrong way. However, Max Struess plays exceedingly well, then there's a difference. But I do think for him to play exceedingly well, we go another level to this, for him to play exceedingly well, you really have to be at full strength. Because if you ask more from him... I think he's going to be exposed. And I think he has been exposed because yeah. you have asked more. Yeah, well, he's, he's done a lot of things well. As much as I rip him for the shooting, it's everything but the shooting. The shooting. Yeah, but you got him for shooting. The shoot, the shooting. Well, they'll say they got him for gravity. Okay, sure. Gravity. Yeah, Kenny whatever that they means. Got him. But Can you explain gravity to me? It's, uh, I don't even want to explain gravity Kobe Altman's gravity Isaac to you. Newton all of a sudden? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it, listen, I tried to warn people that he's not the shooter that people think they're getting, but he's been better at everything else. Um, I, I don't, I don't think his defensive prowess, I think his defensive prowess is very regular season based. I think he'll have problems. That's one of those, that's one of those stupid basketball terms that are used to kind of explain things away when a guy is struggling (laughs) to try to give a guy an excuse. Oh, we got him for gravity. Well, the Cavs are the Cavs, you know, when they were, when they were off to the horrible start and a lot of it, you know, they, they couldn't, couldn't depend on guys being healthy. They had issues from the get go. So I'm not going to make it sound like it's all their fault that they got off to that rocky start. But they would they would definitely, if you follow their social media, if you listen to their announcers, if you you just, a lot of excuses would permeate all the time. Now, I mean, they've... They, There's they, no excuses they, you, have, you have to make. They, no, great. not at all. Like the Miami Heat have lost seven in a row. And so that's another reason I don't really want to play them in the playoffs because if you played the Heat in the playoffs mm-hmm. and you lost to them, 
I think it would have a lot of people going, what's the point of the regular season? Miami just doesn't try. You try very hard, and then in the postseason, they're just better than you. But I don't think this Like, is I'd be the, nervous about that. I don't know if this is the typical try-hard Cavs, though. That, that, like, that's why when we're talking about their talent, I'm like, man, you really don't have to go crazy in a lot of these games to beat some of these teams. Like, I, I, I don't know how to explain it other than I, I think do do teams get up more for Boston and Milwaukee? Probably, yeah, than they do the Cavs. But it's not like the Cavs aren't giving a professional effort. They're looking good in a lot of these victories. And that was a nice, again, that was a nice win the other night. It was a great now, win. I'm not, not going to be able to glean much off of the six-win Pistons tonight, mm-hmm. other than we'll see how Darius Garland does. That'll yeah, be nice. A great game to ease Darius back in. Although, I don't even think they'll need to ease him. Remember, his injury, it's not like he had a knee injury or a or it was something with his lower body. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he should he should be fine. Maybe the stamina is not going to be there. I don't know how much he's ramped up. Um, but I'm I'm really curious, and I think the one thing to watch over the next few weeks is just are they staggering the big men? Like that Clippers game, they did not, Jared Allen and Mobley did not share the floor in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That is very different from last year. But was that just because that was Mobley's first game back? Was it because of the matchups? You know, the Clippers didn't really have a center in that game. They didn't have anybody playing. Like, Plumlee was their starter. But for most of the game, they didn't play anybody taller than 6'8". So that was a perfect game for you to feast True. and get offensive rebounds, which they did. They controlled, and they the Clippers couldn't get a defense, couldn't get a rebound in general. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how that looks going forward. I, I think a lot of people are. I, um, is there anything else when it comes to the play? Like, are, are, are you looking at it in in earnest terms of the playoffs already and how this all matches up. Because it still feels a little bit early. We're not at the trade deadline yet. Coming yeah. up next Thursday. It is very early to be scoreboard watching and to be looking at how everybody stacks up just right now the way this is standings-wise. But you got to take notice here. Like, the, the Cavs have gone from a team where when they had those injuries, I was like, all right, are we even sure they're in the play-in? Now yeah. we're looking to wonder, can they get up to the two-seed? Yeah. What a remarkable turnaround. And the only, if there is a bad thing, it's, there's nothing bad about the Cavs playing well. It's just that the Knicks aren't losing. The Celtics look like the best team in the NBA on most nights. Well, there was one thing that people noticed that wasn't very good. What's that? Yeah, the Clippers game, I don't know why. For whatever reason, why are they having the PA announcer start the defense chance? Wouldn't they just hit a button for that? Not. I know somebody in the room that might have. They have experience with this, but wouldn't they, what? You got something to say over there, Mitch? They get something in my ear. Okay. Um, did the PA announcer at the Clippers game? I've been wanting to bring this up with you. Mm-hmm. The PA announcer for the Clippers game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do, don't they just hit a button for chance in the arena? Yeah. Yeah, mo- mostly it's always just been one of those recordings. So when you go to the game... I think it's been the same one for like 20 years. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. they have... Got a little experience in it. There are just pre-programmed buttons that whoever's operating. Oh, the it's music the that maestro night. of in-game entertainment on many nights. I do some not with the Cavs, but in the arena. So what happens there? Why do they have the? the well, I don't know. Just I, I. Maybe we have to listen to it first. And okay. Try to dissect. Danny Cunningham, our our you know he's a he's a host here at the he fan. Filled in for you guys. He's filled in for ago. us. He'll probably fill in for you while you're on paternity leave coming up here. Danny noticed this, and a couple of other people noticed this. And I, I don't know what's going on, but we might have to tighten things up. Apparently, uh, while the Cavs were coming down on offense, we kind of forgot where we were in the in the game, and there was almost a defense chant started. Yeah, we have the TV call. But okay. you got to listen into the background. All right, you'll turn hear, it up. You'll hear John Michael listen into the background. I'm going to lower my voice. I'm going to lower my voice. Now turn up your radio, because I don't want to be yelling in Rip your car. the knob off. Play this audio. Here, it, hit it. Westbrook, nice pass. Levert, he returns fire. Westbrook has 11 points. Levert moseys in toward the basket. Back it goes to Wade. Spruce fires a three. Okay, he immediately knew what he was doing wrong. Audio courtesy of Bally. This poor guy, he immediately knew what he was doing wrong and then started the Let's Go Cavs chant. Like, once you start a chant, you have to finish the chant at the arena if you're the PA announcer. So you have to do something there. Did he correct himself the next time down, Owen? Apparently. Well, it sounded like they immediately switched to let's go Cavs. Yeah, he did it. But I'm, what I'm reading here is that he immediately switched down and went, all right, now defense. Oh, and it's I... like, well, if you're putting him, uh, the PA announcer, like there's very specific things that you have to say and read and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if you're really creating as a PA guy over the public address, like you would if you were John Michael or Tim Alcorn or something like that, when you were in a live broadcast with everything going on. Yeah. These are official statements that are made as a PA announcer. Well, it was, it was a pretty big game. Uh, I know that you had commented that you, you were surprised at the empty seats in the upper deck. I will talk but, more about that at 640. But normally that doesn't matter. Like the, the crowd in that lower bowl, when they are into it and uh, along the, the mezzanine um, extended around – normally that place gets really, really loud mm-hmm. for the big games, especially if the game is pretty close. And this one was. It was in the balance, especially in the fourth quarter. So normally you, you wouldn't think you'd need to manufacture much in the way of noise. Um, and maybe that time he just – this is just, wait, we all screw up? 
we all screw up with a microphone in front of us all the time. Anybody that listens to this but show? But I don't know why you would put him in that spot. That's my whole thing. It's like, why would you start chance with the public? Like, Bob Taik is still the guy over there at uh, yes, at, Progressive at, at the Guardians games. Like, he doesn't just start riffing, riffing on stadium mustard there on the open mic. It's not an open mic night. Like, you have to announce the pitchers yeah, being in. I it's think, an official hey, thing. Hey, better, 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 better. Hey, better, better. Swing, swing better. better. Like, you don't make a like <laughs> Jeff, Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. Jeff Shreve is sitting there <laughs> that going, would be great. I can't believe I have to say third down again. Well, they actually won a lot yeah. of games at home over the last few years, so he doesn't have to do that. Like, he's yeah. not saying these things. I don't know why you're like, well, let's have him start the defense. Yeah, he doesn't come on and go, here we go, Brownies, here we go. But every arena is different, and and especially in the NBA, it's a lot different. We do a lot more uh, sound, and that's been called out before, how much sound they do at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse compared to some of the other basketball arenas in the NBA. Well, there's plenty of sound in a lot of arenas. There is, if you'll notice, on offense, it's more – like hip hop instrumental beats, yeah. songs that you might know and go, oh, I know that's a Dr. Dre beat or something like that. And on defense, it's more of those hand clap. You know, they were obviously doing the defensive chant that you've heard at, you know, youth football games and high school games and things like that. That's a pretty common chant, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like the Cavs are the first people to ever say defense and have a crowd chant. Now, for forever. It. But if you just had a button like you had for years and years and years, it's well, like, oh, he was. A, I mean, there was a beat playing that was played off a button. That's yes, pretty yeah. obvious. Yes. Now, forever, and he's just following the, the loudest. Beat. The loudest that venue would get in big games, especially obviously when LeBron was here, when they would on the Humongotron put up either a picture of Big Ben when the other team was shooting a free Correct. throw. Or the Michigan Wolverines, Correct. to which then Ken would get up and start cheering. Oh, that's my team. Yeah, he I like go. the Michigan Wolverines. Like oh, Michigan. hail to the victors. I don't like Michigan. Hope they win a national championship. You might not like Michigan, know. but. Yeah. I hate Ohio State. I don't hate Ohio State. But that's that's what they would do Ohio in State terms. basketball might hate themselves. That's coming up in the next <laughs> segment. <laughs> I don't think I need to say anything more about that. I think uh, well, my case is. I don't say, your phone's not blowing up this time. <laughs> I don't know why. Seems like he's pretty resigned to his fate, but we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, but that's. That's what NBA NBA arenas, I mean, they, there is a lot of manufactured sound in general at NBA venues. In fact, that's almost to a detriment to uh-huh. some fans. Some fans cannot stand that they, they just don't let the game breathe, that there's all this noise going on. There's never-ending entertainment going on. Kids love it. It's gotten to the point, though, but a certain demographic does not like it. I think it would be awkward if it would just silence as they were playing basketball. Well, and just, that's like, one of the cr- things. Ambient crowd noise. As Especially early basketball. in the season, you're doing all that, and then as the playoffs come, everybody wants it to stop. Well, how do you just stop doing what you've been doing and draws people in and keeps the attention of I, kids, especially? I kind of think the base, the this, and this is why you notice, is because it's it is a little jarring, but there is a rhythm to it where it's like, all right, on defense they're gonna put the doon doon do do do, or like you know, on offense they're gonna do that, and then on defense they're gonna do exactly what Owen said. Like I've got just gotten used to that cadence each time up and down the floor where I don't really – it doesn't bother me at all, and it's just part of the rhythm of it. It's like when you hear the the concrete on the highway or something like that. Like, that's that's what it is. So, I, it, it was a little jarring, and I just don't know if I – I feel bad for the PA guy. I wouldn't put him in that spot. His name's Sean. He's a nice man. He seems like a very nice man. He has my sympathy. He's been there a long time it, now. Since 2017. Olivier, Olivier, who's gone on to, to – Went to the Barclays Center. Yeah, wow. Barclays Center. Stage and screen. He's he does he's the Olympics and things he does like that. he does a yeah. ton of stuff. And so I, I I think Sean's done a great job. I think it's just one of those they were trying to get people fired up and 
you know, we all screw it up sometimes. I have plenty. Oh, guess what? He missed it. Coming up next, basketball's so bad, it's making us quote Hemingway. Well, at least one of us. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, about last night, next on The Fin. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.